Good morning. So, my name's Ronan. I have a full cup of coffee beside me. The incense is burning. I'm recording this podcast for YouTube as well, so I'm on camera now as well, which feels a little strange, but I'll hopefully get used to it. But today's podcast is, it's a really good one, I'm excited for it, because I recently just started watching a new YouTube channel called Heavy D Sparks. Diesel Dave is the main guy in this YouTube channel, and they do some absolutely crazy shit. They currently have over 309 million views on YouTube, and I can absolutely see why. So, my friend put me onto this TV show the other day. And that is a sexy phrase. My friend put me onto this TV show the other day. And that just means he recommended it. So, after he put me onto it, I'm hooked. Anyways, it's a show about a bunch of dudes who use heavy machinery to move other heavy machinery. It's really cool. It sounds maybe a little strange, and you're probably thinking, what the fuck is Ronan talking about now? But give it a try. Because right now, I am all about Heavy D Sparks. All about Heavy D Sparks and Diesel Dave. For for example, right before this podcast, I was watching a remarkable video where some dude got an 11,000-ton machine stuck in the mud. So Derek and his crew of workers go out and help the guy move the 11,000-ton machine. It is absolutely remarkable. It's like a huge feat of engineering, grit, and obviously a lot of experience. These guys are naturals at moving heavy shit. These guys are the bomb. They are the bomb at moving heavy machinery with heavier machinery. I swear, you should absolutely give it a watch. Right now, I am all about this YouTube channel. Right now, I am hooked on this YouTube channel. These guys are naturals at moving heavy machinery. These guys are experts at moving heavy machinery. Ladies, Gentlemen and people, today we are talking about likes and talents. Okay, to start off this podcast, I am going to read out six different questions. Your job is to just listen to the questions. The questions are written in the description if you want to have a quick read of the questions. And then after, I'll tell you one or two more things to do before continuing on with the podcast. Okay, let me read out the questions. Question A. What extracurricular activities did you do in school? Question B. What is a hobby you'd like to take up? Question C. What is something you are a natural at? Question D. What can't you do to save your life? And question E. Are you a fan of sport? So there we have five different questions. A, B, C, D, and E. 
So those are the questions we're going to base a couple of answers off. But before we go any further, I really think you should pause the podcast and try to answer those questions. You know, try to just think about it for a couple of minutes. And when you're ready, keep listening. I'm going to read six answers and you need to match the answers to the questions. For example, answer number one. I am absolutely hopeless at mathematics. I hate it. I was never able to do math and I failed every single math exam for four straight years in high school. It was bloody horrible. It never appealed to me either. I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't get it. However, I was really, really good at the more creative subjects like art and drama. So folks, that was answer number one. If you could match that to a question, A, B, C, D, or E, which question would that be connected to? The answer for that one, I'm going to read it, so pause if you haven't figured it out, is question D. What can't you do to save your life? I'm absolutely hopeless at mathematics. I cannot do it to save my life. Okay, now we're going to listen to numbers 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. And your job is to match 1 to 6 with letters A to E. Are you ready? 1. I'm absolutely hopeless at mathematics. I hate mathematics. I was never able to do math and I failed every single math exam for four straight years in high school. It was bloody horrible. It never appealed to me either. I just didn't enjoy it or get it. However, I was really, really good at the more creative subjects like art and drama. 2. Downhill skiing. I have lived in Canada for several years and still haven't tried it. Some of my friends say they can take it or leave it, but others are die-hard fans. However, it's quite expensive. I don't think I'll be a natural at it, but my friend Dylan, he's a born skier. He's been skiing his entire life. 3. Me? Well, I was a huge fan of rugby and the debate club. They both appealed to me for different reasons. For example, rugby appealed to me because I was pretty big and able to knock people over easily. I was a natural at the debate club. This is because I did drama for years and had confidence with public speaking. What about you? 4. Yeah, I am. I'm really good at watching sport. I get really excited about combat sports or when my country is playing a game. For instance, last week Ireland were playing rugby. Now, the game was at 6am in Canada, so I got up early to watch it. I have a talent for watching sport, not necessarily playing sport. 5. I think I'm naturally good at swimming. I grew up by the coast and I just took to water like a duck. I've always been into swimming and I'm really into long distance ocean swimming. 
My brother is hopeless at swimming, but he's keener on running anyways. Me? I can't get excited about running. I hate it. 6. To be honest, there's a few things I'd love to give a go. I'm living in Canada in winter, so I think I'd like to try my hand at skidooing. A skidoo, for those of you not living in Canada, is like a motorbike on the snow. I hear it can be a little tough to get the hang of, but I'm willing to try it. I have a few friends, and they're all about it. Okay, everyone, welcome back. So I just read out all the different answers to those questions, and you should have connected the answers to the questions, because I'm going to read them out now. So if you haven't done this exercise, you can continue listening if you want, but if you really want to make the most of the podcast, pause it, go back and listen, and connect answers one to six with letters A to E. Okay, here are the answers. Number one, D. Number two, B. Number three, A. Number four, E. Five, C. And six, B. All right. So now we've connected the answers to the questions, but I want to go into a bit of a deep dive into these. And this is your second task for this podcast. Task two is simple. Go back and listen again. And when you're listening, I want you to identify phrases for talking about likes and dislikes and another list for the phrases which are used to describe talents or abilities. So, for example, in number one, I'm absolutely hopeless at mathematics. I hate mathematics. Hopeless at is a phrase that we use for describing our ability. I go on to say that it never appealed to me either. If something doesn't appeal to you, you you do not like it. So that would be for like and dislike. So hopeless at is a phrase that we use for talking about our talent or ability. And appeal to me is a phrase we use for talking about our likes or dislikes. So go back. Listen to numbers one to six and pick out the key English phrases and you'll get a boatload of vocabulary right there. For the rest of this podcast now, I'm going to talk about the key phrases which I think are the most important for you in your language learning journey. So we're going to start with talking about likes and dislikes. So are you able to think of a hobby an activity, a subject in school that you are keen on? Can you think of an activity that you can take it or leave it? Can you think of something that is not really your thing? Like for me, ice skating is not my thing. If my friends invite me ice skating, I'm probably not going to go. I might go watch, but I'm not skating and I'm not hitting the ice. I will fall and hurt myself, and guys, I am not too keen on falling over and getting hurt anymore. I'm in my 30s. It takes a lot longer to recover from an injury. I'm also 
really clumsy. So it's just a recipe for disaster if you put like sharp blades on my feet and put me on ice. I might endanger the people around me. So for me, ice skating is absolutely not my thing. What is a school subject that appealed to you? Or what is one that never appealed to you? What is a school subject that didn't appeal to you, but you had to do it and you had to pass? I hate those subjects. For me, mathematics, folks. I have said it on so many podcasts. I absolutely hate mathematics. I was terrible at it. I was not keen on it. It never appealed to me. But in Ireland, if you wanted to go to university or college, you must pass mathematics. I passed by the skin of my teeth. I passed with 1% to spare. No joke. I was so freaking lucky. The thing is, since college, or since high school, I haven't done math once. Okay, maybe I've calculated student scores, addition, subtract, subtraction, multiplication, that's about it. But it really pissed me off in school how this subject that never appealed to me was mandatory. Is there anything like that in your experience at school? Was there a subject that you had to do even though you knew it wouldn't serve you after high school? Oh, I always get worked up when um, I talk about math. In fact, one of the students in my class pointed out how my face went red because we were talking about math. And I guess I got a little passionate when I was telling them about the Irish system and how I hate it. Um... All right, so a couple of good phrases just there. Tell me, what is a sport or hobby that you get excited about? You know, my name's Ronan, and I'm sure you know what I get excited about. Mountains, mountains and lakes. You know, this means that you are very happy to do it. Like, whenever I go to the mountains, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I am I just adore it. I get real excited about it. If I know I'm going on a big hike, I'm excited for a couple of days before the hike. I just can't wait to get my gear together, get my shit together, and get ready to go out, you know? I get real excited about camp trips. I get real excited about hiking. So what is something that you get real excited about? Something that, like, really uh, turns you on. Something that gets you going, you know, gets the blood pumping. And you're kind of like, oh, this is going to be good. I'm excited for this. Another, like, good one, but opposite to get excited about is I can take it or leave it. I like this one a lot. It means you're not overly happy when you're doing it or when you have it. And you're not overly sad when you're not doing it or you don't have it. You know, you're you're kind of indifferent to something. Like, for me, I am absolutely not a fan of soccer. I do not enjoy soccer. I do not watch the World Cup. I have no interest. But hockey, I can take it or leave it. If I go into a bar and I see hockey on TV, I'll probably watch it. But I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. Whereas if I go into a bar and there's soccer on TV, I'm probably not going to watch it. I'm not going to pay any attention to it. In fact, right now, as I'm recording this podcast, I believe there's a big World Cup game on. Meh, I don't give a hoot. 
So I can take or leave hockey. Now, interesting about this one, we often use this phrase in response to a person. So for example, someone says, hey, do you like soccer? Oh, I can take it or leave it. If it's on TV, I'll watch it, but I won't go out of my way. What do you think of Jen's latest boyfriend? Hmm, well, I can take him or leave him. I think she feels the same way. So, to revise, it's not as if we're going to go out and say to someone, Hi, my name's Ronan, I can take or leave hockey. We use this in response to a person. That's when we will most likely use it. And for you, if you're engaging with a person, and you're talking about sport, you're talking about a hobby or something, and they say they can take it or leave it, you need to understand they're not in favor of it, they're not against it, they're on the fence, they're indifferent. So what is a sport where you could use this phrase in response to the question, are you a fan of sport? Are you a fan of hockey? Are you a fan of whatever? It's a good one. So overall, folks, in this part of the podcast, talking about likes and dislikes, you know, there's there's quite a few good ones there, quite a few good phrases. You know, you're keen on something, something can appeal to you, you can take it and leave it, you, uh, it's not really your thing. That was one of my favorite ones. Yeah, skating, not really my thing. I'm going to pass on tonight. Thanks. Oh, just sitting down watching Netflix? That's my thing. I love that shit. It's so bad because it's like just mindless TV at times. Okay, so now we're going to talk about talents or abilities. So I think overall in the answers that I gave, there were about seven or eight phrases for describing your talents or abilities. And I'm going to run through some of them now. First of all, to be a natural at. You know, my name's Ronan. I'm a natural at swimming. I'm a natural at smoking weed. I'm a natural at teaching. I'm a natural at running. No, 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 no. I am not a natural at running. I need to work very hard to get good at running. So I'm a natural at swimming. If I don't swim for a year, two years, which doesn't usually happen, I do not lose my ability to swim. You know, I'm still quite competent at it and I still have the cardio to go a decent distance. I am an absolute natural at swimming. When I was a kid, my parents were unable to let go of me near a body of water because if they did, I would run for it just to go for a swim. It didn't matter how cold it was. It didn't matter what the weather was. It didn't matter what I was wearing. If little Ronan saw water, little Ronan wanted to swim. I'm a natural at swimming. I'm quite good at it too. I'm going to toot my own horn here, folks. I'm quite a good swimmer. I took to swimming like a duck to water. He's an absolute natural at it. Oh, I do love that phrase. I really, really, really do love that phrase. Okay, so what is something that you are a natural at? What is something that you are naturally good at? Without much practice, you are very, very good at it. What is something that you have a natural instinct for? You have an inherent ability in something. To have an instinctive talent for something. Because whatever that is, you are a natural at that. 
Now, I mentioned there, take to something like a duck to water. God, I that's another, like, there's so many good phrases. And again, remember, we often use these phrases in response to someone asking us a question. For example, how did Johan do in his first day of rugby? Like a duck to water. He's an absolute natural at it. Of course, the meaning of a duck to water is quite simple. A duck will enter water no problem at all. Like a newborn duck, like a duckling, it'll just hit the water and start swimming. No issues whatsoever. So if you take to something like a duck to water, you're just automatically good at it. You're an absolute natural at it. It is not difficult for you to do. Now, I mentioned up there about running. My name is Ronan, and I am not a natural at running. Absolutely not. I'm a natural at swimming, but running is very difficult for me. It doesn't come easy to me. My brother, on the other hand, is an absolute running machine. Running comes absolutely naturally to him. So there's, there's how I used it as an adverb. So for you, I'd like you to be thinking about people you know who are naturals at something. Like, really think back to when you were in high school. Was there anyone in high school who was just unbelievable at all sports? I can think of two or three people I was in high school with, and they were good at rugby, they were good at soccer, they were good at golf, they were good at Gaelic football, they were good at hurling. They were just a natural at all sports. They had that innate ability to do sport and to do all sport really, really well. We all know someone like that. Do you know anyone who is a natural at languages? Are you a natural at languages? Do you just pick up a language without much of an issue? I'm an absolute natural at procrastinating. I'm really, really good at it. I always find ways to distract myself from doing the work I should do. I'd say a lot of us can relate to that one. Yeah, it's a great one to be a natural at something. Now, another one I mentioned in the um, answers was how I can't do something to save my life. My name is Ronan, and I can't sing to save my life. I am horrendous at singing. I am the worst singer in the world. Like, legitimately. If there was a person with a gun to my head, and they said I need to sing for 30 seconds in tune they would probably pull the trigger after three seconds. I am that bad at singing. No joke. I cannot save, I I cannot sing to save my life. I'm not even going to joke sing right now. That's how bad I am. So I am incredibly bad at singing. I'm incredibly bad at dancing. I cannot dance to save my life. I absolutely hate weddings because people always want you to dance and I cannot dance to save my life. I've actually been talking to my wife about possibly taking dance lessons. It's a good way to stay fit. You know, it's a good way to stay, to keep in shape. So possibly that could be a future thing. So maybe in the future, I will be able to dance to save my life. So think about something that you're terrible at. Think about something that you really do not want to do in front of other people. It doesn't have to be something involving movement. It could be public speaking. 
It could be riding a bike. It could be cooking. I work with a lot of young students, and I'm not going to lie. Some of them tell me they cannot cook to save their lives. Which is kind of scary, because if you want to save your life, you should just eat some food. But they can't, because they can't cook. Please, folks, if you cannot cook, do yourself a favor and learn how to make two or three basic meals. Really good skill to have. (laughs) So, can you think of a person who is so bad at something they couldn't do it to save their lives? Another one for me is playing soccer. You know, I found it very difficult to kick the ball straight. I was never a good soccer player. I never had any talent for it. I couldn't play soccer to save my life. Whenever I kicked the ball, I just didn't really know where it was going to go. No one did. Probably anywhere but where I wanted to go was how it would work for me. So, for me, I cannot play soccer to save my life. I cannot sing to save my life. I cannot dance to save my life. I can swim to save my life. We don't really use it in the positive sense we usually only use it in the negative one can you think about a time when you're watching professional sport and there's a player who's having a really bad game a really bad day and that is a time when you could say oh look at the kicker for that team he's having a bad day he can't score to save his life today sometimes professional athletes will just have a bad day And there's nothing they can do because in that day, they will not score to save their lives, whatever reason it may be. Another one which I really like was to be a born something. A born skier, a born dancer, a born singer, a born teacher, a born athlete. Think about Ronaldo. Think about Ronaldo. His game is perfect, right? He's an absolute athlete. He is a born soccer player but do you think he's just good at soccer he's probably good at a lot more than just soccer i bet he could play any sport he wants and probably be quite good at it so i would say he's a born athlete not just soccer he could play golf and probably do pretty well basketball who knows and i'm not saying that he would be the best at it but with the right training you never know You probably all think of a man crush on bloody Ronaldo. I assure you, I do not have a man crush on Ronaldo. But yeah, to be a born something, you're just meant to be doing it. You know, you're meant to be doing whatever it is you're talking about. So folks, to finish off this podcast, I'm just going to read out a, a bunch of set phrases in relation to the like and dislike talent and abilities and then i'm going to wrap up the podcast after so here are some phrases that you can use for likes and dislikes i'm a big fan of i'm not a big fan of two i'm quite keen on i'm quite fond on i'm not quite keen on i'm not keen on we do often use keen in a negative sense number three to be into something i'm into i'm not into Number four, to like or to love something. Number five, it's not really my thing. That's a more advanced one. You know, it's not really my thing. Yeah, soccer, not really my thing, I'll be honest. I'm more into rugby and good sports. 
The next one is uh, to take it or leave it. So remember, yeah, I can take it or leave it. Hockey, not too interested. If it's on TV, I'll watch it, but I probably won't go out of my way to watch it. To get excited about is another one. And something appeals to you or something does not appeal to you. All great phrases for talking about a like or dislike. And then for talents and abilities. I'm quite good at. He's a born, she's a born athlete. She's a born cyclist. She's a born whatever. Number three, you're a natural. Oh, he's a natural. Oh, she's a natural at tennis. She's just automatically good. Some people would say, huh, you're a natural. And one response to that, yes, a natural. If by natural you mean I train every single day for eight or nine hours a day, yeah, I'm a natural. <laughs> I'm not great at is another one. I can't blah to save my life. I can't sing. I can't dance. I have a talent for. I have a talent for dancing. I have a talent for rugby. I have a talent for um, art, you know. Or I'm hopeless at. I'm terrible at. I can't do it to save my life. I am absolutely horrendous at. Hopeless at. Horrendous at. Terrible at. Three great constructions there. Ah. Well, folks, I think that's it. I think that is uh, enough for this podcast, talking about likes and talents, and of course, ability. So please go back, listen again. Uh, please take a look at the questions in the description. And yeah, I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy. And I will see you soon. Bye.